Hey, homemakers. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy as a Homemaker podcast. I am Chandler, your host. Today, we are continuing our Homemaking Basics series. We are talking all about thrifting, which I am so excited about. Before we get into today's topic, I want to ask if you don't mind, please heading over to Apple or wherever you listen to this podcast and leave a five-star rating and or review. It helps boost the podcast so that other people can find it easier. Furthermore, make sure you are subscribed to the show because I am due with my my second baby any day now and will probably be taking an extended Instagram break. So the show will run for about six weeks, um, maybe more, but I'm not going to, I know a lot of you come from Instagram and I'm not necessarily going to be notifying my Instagram followers when a new episode is out like I normally do. So please make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the new episodes every Wednesday. Also, I'm going to leave a link for you to subscribe to our monthly email list, the happy the Happy Homemaker Monthly, I think is what it's called. <laughs> um, anyway, so every month, just on, on the first of every month, I send out an email with exclusive content slash encouragement for homemakers. This month, we discussed homemaking basics, the lost art of homemaking, and why why they are important, just kind of some motivation, backstory, etc. So anyway, let's go ahead and get into the womanly art of thrifting, as Helen Andelin sub- describes it in Fascinating Womanhood. Um, okay, before I get started, um, I do want to, I don't know, provide a disclaimer, I guess. Um, do you do you all, I, I wonder if I'm annoying by providing so many disclaimers. It's just, some things are so touchy, you know, and I just never want... Um, people to feel like I'm, uh, I don't know, being legalistic. Okay. So especially with these homemaking basics episodes, um, I personally believe that these homemaking basics, these categories fall under the umbrella of homemaking. And I think that they can, keyword is can, be helpful for homemakers and their families. But I think it's so easy to, and this happened to me, and it's something I still deal with, you get so involved in the homemaking community on on Instagram, and you kind of feel like this pressure to be super thrifty and learn how to sew and learn how to bake sourdough and move into a farmhouse and, um, you know, own chickens and buy land and all of these things, and... I just don't want anyone to listen to these episodes and think, oh, in order to be a good homemaker, in order to be a biblical wife, a biblical homemaker, I need to do these things. Um, I need to change my trajectory entirely. That's that's not what these are for. These are take what you what serves you, you know, what what you think will help you. Um and and leave the rest, or maybe come back to the rest um, at a later time. We're all, as homemakers, we're all in very different seasons of life. Some of us are pregnant. Some of us are nursing. Um, some of us have older kids. Some of us all have little babies. Some of us are still trying to get pregnant or just got married. There's just so many different 
phases of life and we can't possibly do them all um, or take up them all at once. Um, so just take what what helps you and benefits you and and maybe if you feel a conviction about, um, that's certainly something you can pray about. But please do not feel like I am saying you have to do these things in order to be a good homemaker. Okay, so enough of that. I want to talk about before we get into, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna give like some tips on thrifting. But um first I want to talk about some benefits to thrifting. So the first and foremost for me, thrifting has been a kind of forced creativity. So um I have over time, and this is the good thing and maybe the bad thing about thrifting and decor and and um style and things is that it's very subjective but i do feel like over time i have developed a better eye um you will develop a more skilled eye for um for things as you thrift you know the first few times you go into a thrift store you might think there's a bunch of junk in here um but over time and also I don't think I mentioned, I will mention this in the podcast anywhere else, but I think I have on Instagram, watch, um, watching YouTube thrift hauls can be very helpful because I've, I've done that before and seen some of the things that they have bought or maybe purchased and, um, planned to upscale. And I've thought to myself, wow, I would see that in a thrift store and never think to do that. So, um, that could be a really great way to help develop that creative eye. Um, and you're also, you're forced to create, to be creative because you're not just walking into, and there's, you know, no shame here, but there's no, you're not walking into TJ Maxx and like everything that's at TJ Maxx is cute. It's for the most part, anyway, it's, um, in style, you know, uh, it, it's going to look cute in your home. So it's very easy, um, convenient. You're, you're paying more for that convenience. So you are forced to be more creative. Um, furthermore, you are supporting local shops and charities, which I think is so great. Um, if, if there's anything that, um, this, the past few years has taught us, it's that we need to be supporting our local companies. Um, and what better way to do that, especially a lot of thrift stores are, yeah, they have charities behind them or they're a part of a church. Um, and that is always such a great way to, to tithe, um, and to, to give money and support these churches and charities and things. Um, oh, it's also great for the environment, which, you know, that's not a top priority of mine, but I do, I do, I am interested in being sustainable. I am interested in, um, not supporting like sweatshops, you know, excuse me. Um, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be an episode of this podcast, so I didn't clear my throat, (laughs) but anyway, um, So yeah, it's better for the environment because basically when you go into Target, Walmart, you know, everything is made brand new and all of these thrifted items are just 
thrown out to waste, right? Um, so we're, we're recycling by selling these, we're reusing them, um, we're not supporting fast fashion, cheap furniture. Um, you will often find better quality pieces, I have found. Um, and obviously this, this takes time, but um, thrift stores are filled with real wood furniture, which, yeah, a lot of the times you do have to refinish it, but it's going to last you forever. Um, versus if you buy a piece of furniture from Target that is like particle board, you know, um, it's not good quality. It might not last you very long. Um, it looks and feels cheap. So um, that's just something to consider. And then I love buying clothes there as well because you know that they have withstood the washer and dryer, right? We've all bought a top from Forever 21 or Target and washed it and dried it only for it to shrink and be a crop top or be just simply unwearable. Or I've, what what's happened to me a lot is I'll buy a dress and then I wash it a few times, dry it a few times, and now it's a tunic, right? So anyway, if you buy something from a thrift store, chances are it's been worn it's been washed, so you know that it is pretty good quality. Um, anyway, for our Bible verse for this episode, I'm pretty sure I used the same verse in our finance episode, but it is Proverbs 19.14. House and wealth are inherited from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Now, I did go to Google in my last episode and define prudent for you all. Um, but I actually found a better, a more um, comprehensive definition on Merriam-Webster. And I think it's a lot more pertinent to today's topic. So it says, definition of prudent characterized by arising from or showing prudence, such as marked by wisdom shrewd in the management of practical affairs, marked by circumspection, discreet, provident, frugal, okay? These are all great things. Now, I do want to say, just because you shop at thrift stores doesn't mean you're prudent, right? Okay. Um, the art of thrifting can be a tool to help you succeed in your, in your prudent homemaking endeavors, but it's not the end-all be-all way to be smart with money, okay? So, so um, it, it's important, I think, to make that distinction. You can still be very foolish with money and, um, and shop at thrift stores, okay? So, and we'll, we'll kind of get into that. So, okay, I have five tips that I think will really help you. Maybe you're not into thrifting, um, or you've never really taken it up as a practice. I kind of feel that's kind of what I feel it is my method of thrifting. It's a practice. Um, anyway, okay, so let's go ahead and get in. So number one, not everything should be purchased from the thrift store. And over time, or maybe right up front, you can decide what that is for you. And then that's going to save you time in your shopping endeavors because you're just going to avoid those sections entirely. So for, for a lot of people, I feel like it's shoes. And for me, mo it is like, I understand it's kind of 
strange to buy other people's shoes because you can't really wash them like you wash clothes. Um, but I always look anyways because the amount of times that I have found practically brand new shoes at the thrift store is, it, it's crazy. Um, I, I don't know why, um, why, you know, people give away brand new shoes, but it's happened several times. And so I always at least look. Um, and, but for me, the things that I typically, I really never would buy would be underwear and swimsuits. Um, for you, it might be other things, you know, we're all different in that aspect. So just decide what you don't think is worth it and just decide to buy it new. Okay, so number two, don't go looking for one or two specific things with a due date. So what I mean by this is if you, if to, if it's Friday and you are going to a party on Sunday and you really would like a party dress, I don't recommend going thrifting for it. Now, the exception to that is if I have the time, I might say, okay, I'm going to go, you know, if I need an outfit for something on Sunday and I'm shopping for it on Friday, which ideally that wouldn't happen, but let's just say, okay, so I'm going to go to this one thrift store or this one or two thrift, these one or two thrift stores. If I don't find anything, I'm going to go ahead and go to TJ Maxx or Target or whatever. So, but yeah, I definitely don't recommend because you kind of have to, this is my method to thrifting and I, it's been, it's served me very well. Keep a running list either mentally, which is what I do, or actually write it down um, of things that you want slash need from the thrift store. Okay. So like, as I'm going throughout my day or my week or whatever, you know, maybe I'm cleaning or maybe I'm organizing or just kind of looking at my house and something I would like to find. I might, or my wardrobe, you know, man, I would really like to have a nice pair of black slacks. Um, I'm going to look for that at the thrift store, write it down, just make a note of it in your head. Right now I'm, um, I'm really on the hunt for a beautiful dish set. Um, from the thrift store. So, or like, I need a few lamps. I need a few lampshades, things like that. Just have a running list of things that you want slash need from the thrift store. And then also, um, I also have some categories of things that I'm, I'm just continuously looking for or like collecting. So I'll always look. So like, um, we're, I, my daughter loves the little golden books. She, she loves them. And so, um, every time I, I never don't look <laughs> at the books. I mean, she loves books in general. Like we're collecting little golden books. We're collecting Dr. Seuss books, um, a few other Kevin Hanks, but anyway, so I always look through the books to see if there's any of those, um, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, don't, don't go looking for something specific at a thrift store. Have a really big list of things. I always look through the children's clothes because it's so hit or miss. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't always look through clothes for myself, but I do always look through the children's clothes. Um, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Anyway, number three, 
don't buy too many project pieces at once. Now, this obviously only goes to people who are upscalers, you know, which anyone can learn. Oh my goodness, the internet is such a wonderful resource. But what can happen is, and I speak from experience, I now, my husband has now given me a rule where I'm only allowed one, which is very good. I, I do appreciate the boundary. <laughs> I'm only allowed one um, project piece of furniture in the garage at a time. Because what can happen is you, you know, you go to these thrift stores and you keep buying things that need to be um, mended or painted or upscaled. And then before you know it, you are in over your head on project pieces. Your house is full of junk well, not junk, but you know what I mean. It's stuff that isn't ready to be on display or used yet. And it's just, it can be really overwhelming. So I just highly recommend to not go into the thrift store with the intention of like everything that you buy being a project piece. Um, maybe buy, buy one end table that needs to be done. Do that. And then, and of course, there's always exceptions to this. You know, I have the furniture thing, totally fine abiding in that rule, but I have a huge bin of clothes that need to be, something needs to be done to them. Um, mended, a button sewed, you know, they need to be taken in, taken out, whatever. So, you know, obviously, like I said before, take what you need what helps you in this episode. Um, but that's just a tip just so that your garage or your basement or whatever doesn't fill up with thrifted pieces and you drive your husband crazy. <laughs> um, okay. Number four, just because it's a good deal doesn't mean you should buy it. And just because it's at a thrift store doesn't mean it's a good deal. Okay. So number, the first part I actually feel that way about everything. I think that um, places like Costco or, I mean, even Walmart, we often see things, you know, couponing. I don't coupon because so often it's stuff that I wasn't going to buy anyway, but it's like, oh, well, it's a really good deal. But you know, what's a better deal is if you weren't going to buy it to begin with, you know, um, so you're you're saving all of that money instead of buying something that you didn't even really need. So um, just keep that in mind while you're thrifting. You know, stuff is cheap, but um, if you weren't looking for it or you don't need it or, you know, maybe it's for me, it's a lot of times it's a piece of clothing that I don't love, but like I know I'll wear um, or, or I think I'll wear. And and it's also really cheap. Like maybe they're having a sale and it's really tempting to just be like, well, it's only a dollar. Like I'm going to go ahead and buy it. But I just don't think it's a good habit to get into because over time those dollars add up. Right. So, um, and then part two of number four, just because it's at a thrift store doesn't mean it's a good deal. So I go to a plethora of thrift stores in my area and there are some where I don't buy furniture from because it's insanely overpriced. And you kind of have to learn what, um, you know, you'll learn this really, I can't tell you what's a good deal and what's not. It really depends on um, your area 
you know, um, it depends on the piece of furniture, right? So this is just kind of something, one of those skills you develop over time, um, just by looking at a lot of different prices. Even if you're not looking for furniture, maybe go and look anyway, just so you kind of have an idea of thrift store prices. Um, but yeah, there's some places I just, uh, they really overprice their furniture or maybe they really overprice their clothes. Um, some places are like that. And yeah, unfortunately I can't tell you what's overpriced and what's not. And then of course, always, if you really want something, maybe it is a little bit overpriced, but it's something that you really want, then maybe you're willing to pay. Um, and some thrift stores, I am just not this kind of person, but some thrift stores will let you, um, negotiate prices. So maybe if, if you're kind of okay with haggling, I think, um, flea markets are a little bit more, um, where you, where it's common and normal and accepted to haggle. I don't really know about thrift stores because like I said, that's just not something I'm really ever comfortable with. <laughs> so unless maybe I really wanted something, but felt like, man, this is really overpriced. So, um, Anyway, oh, but something you can do that I will do is if a if a product is damaged, I will, this is something my grandma taught me and she's very thrifty. If a product is damaged, ask them if they do a discount. A lot of places do. Um, I don't think that it's rude or annoying for you to ask, hey, I, I love this, but it's got a hole or a stain or it's broken here. Um, do you offer any kind of discount? And you can actually do that for regular stores as well. Uh, my grandma used to do that at Walmart or Ross, TJ Maxx, anything like that. If she found something she really liked, but it had a mark on it, a scuff, what have you, she would ask. Can't hurt to ask, right? So anyway, number five, go regularly. Um, but don't feel like you have to purchase something whenever you go. I recommend once a week, um, but it just depends on how much time you have and all of that. Right now, I'm, I've am i been going about once a week, um, and the reason for that is because I do have a pretty long list of things that I'm on the market for, the thrifting market. So, um, yeah, I just recommend going regularly because, and that's how you turn thrifting into a practice instead of just going thrifting when you really need something like a waffle iron because I just thrift stores just don't work that way you have to you have to kind of work with them um whereas regular stores they're trying to work with you because they're trying to capitalize on your convenience whereas thrift stores they really don't care <laughs> they just have available what people donate so um yeah but but obviously don't feel like you have to purchase or leave with something. There have been so many times where I go in the thrift store and maybe I find one or two pieces of clothes that I like. I put it in the cart, you know, and then I go throughout the rest of the store and like nothing is happening. I just, I'm not feeling it. And I'll put the clothes back because I, I just realized, you know what, it's just not a, it's just not a good day, right? So go regularly. You can also, I'm not great about this. If anyone is, Maybe you have some tips on this, but you can find out when they get new shipments in or when they put out new stuff. 
Um, you can ask and find that out. A lot of thrift stores also have regular sale days. So maybe you go, um, I typically won't go on sale days because uh, it's just so busy typically. And I prefer to go when it's more quiet. Um, but you don't want to go the day after a sale day because the place is going to be empty. So, or mostly. So Anyway, those are my top tips for thrifting, and I hope that they helped you. I would love to hear if you have any tips for homemakers on thrifting. Maybe you're even more of an expert. I'm by no means an expert, <laughs> but these are just these are just things that I think would help you get started. So anyway, I hope you all are having a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you next week.